and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share with all of your friends. This episode is Sports Takes with Trey Blossman and myself, brought to you by Ryan Maranto with Team 225 First Option Mortgage. Ryan can guide you through the home buying process and make it as smooth as possible for you. Rates are low. Call Maranto. You got it? Rates are low. Call Maranto, the Maranto Mortgage Experience. Call Ryan at 225-405-2183. That number again, 225-405-2183. Ryan Maranto, rates are low. Call Maranto, first option mortgage. He can refinance or get your mortgage needs taken care of. On this episode of Sports Takes, Trey Blossom and I will talk about LSU football, Coach Orgeron, the coaching staff, the problems that appear to be plaguing this team. We'll also talk college football. Then we got some New Orleans Saints for you, some NFL thoughts, lots of good stuff. Interesting perspective from Trey Blossman, as always, right here on Sports Takes. Don't forget to connect with me on social media. You can keep up with everything we got going on. Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-M, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube channel, and I am the oldest dude on TikTok. Just search for Talking Sports with TK. And if you like to bet on sports, including the MLB postseason, visit meatandpotatoesusa.com. Sports betting is exploding in the USA. MeatandPotatoesUSA.com's got everything you need. We're going to hear a message from our host, Anchored, and we'll be back. We'll be joined by Trey Blossman. We got sports takes for you. Again, brought to you by Ryan Maranto. Rates are low. Call Maranto. The Maranto Mortgage Experience, 225-405-2183. Tell them you heard about it on the Talking Sports with TK podcast. I'm Tommy Chrysan. Stay tuned. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Two. We continue with Talking Sports with TK. Again, I'm Tommy Chrysan, about to be joined by Trey Blossman for this episode of Sports Takes. We got some thoughts on LSU, college football, the Saints, the NFL, and we're going to give you our takes, no question about it. Please share this podcast with all of your friends. Trey Blossman, hello. How are you doing today? Doing fine, Tommy. Doing fine. You're, you're probably doing a little better than Ed Orgeron. I, ch- I watched his press conference on Monday, his weekly presser, and on the Zoom thing, I get a link, and and uh, he opened up by saying, I'm totally responsible for everything in this football program. It's all on me. He was pointing at the camera. I mean, he, that's how he opened it up, okay? And then about three questions in, maybe four questions in, Ed Daniels, longtime great sportscaster, sports reporter from New Orleans uh, TV, said, he said, Coach Orgeron, I have a question. Why are you so adamant about saying, you know, that you're responsible for everything and then you take all the blame? He was, Ed was trying to get him to say, well, you know, the, the, the assistant coaches can't aren't doing the job that I hired them to do. But Ed tap danced around that. And then he walked away from the press conference. I, don't, I guess he didn't like Ed's question. 
but normally his press conferences last 20, 25 minutes, maybe a hair longer. This one was like nine minutes, and he left several members of the media hanging who had already submitted that they had a question to ask. He didn't get to any of that. It was an abrupt ending when he didn't like the question. Because quite frankly, in my opinion, Jake Peets, his offensive coordinator, is in over his head. He's got no ability to call plays at this level. And I'm going to cite an example of something that occurred in the game against Auburn. And then, Trey, we'll, we'll get your comments. Auburn had a fourth down at about five or six, near midfield. I could be off by a yard or two. In third quarter. Auburn tried a pass play to the left side, to their sideline, which was incomplete. So the ball turns over on downs to LSU. You know, referee signals LSU ball. LSU had to call a timeout to avoid a delay of the game penalty. All right, so dear Jake Peets, what the hell were you doing when it was fourth and five? You should have been saying, okay, if they don't convert, I'm going to get the ball between the 50 and the 45. And we're going to have a first down. If they convert, obviously, I'll, I'll keep paying attention. So, obviously, he was doesn't have a plan. He wasn't prepared. He couldn't get a play in after that incomplete pass when LSU regained possession. A timeout had to be called to avoid a delay of the game penalty. He, he cannot be the offensive coordinator on Sports Shorts Daily with Ronnie Rance Monday of this week. I said, they've got no shot to beat Kentucky if Jake Peets is calling the plays. There's rumors Ensminger may, may do the play calling. That's not confirmed yet. Of course, he did it for many years. He did it when they won a national championship. But this LSU football program, Trey Blossman, is, in a, is a mess. You cannot run the football and you cannot call a play. That's not a good recipe. Well, I was watching the game with my oldest son, Rody. As you know, I typically watch games alone. And it's because I like to rewind plays and watch them over and over. I catch up there in the commercials. But I was watching with him, and when we called that timeout, he looked at me and he said, we're going to lose. That's how impactful it was to him, and it seems like it was as, as impactful to you. Now, let me go back a bit, Tommy. After we lost to UCLA, I said, we're going to go take care of business in the next two. Then if we beat Mississippi State, we're three and one going into Auburn. If we beat Auburn, we're four and one. And everybody's, I don't know about happy, but satisfied. You know, we're down off the ledge. Maybe we're not talking about firing our coach and who our next coach is going to be. Well, I'm going to tell you, as many problems as we had Saturday night, as pitiful as we were running the football. I can only recall two series where we ran three plays for a first down once and two plays for a first down another time. Only twice in the game that I can recall did we gain a first down with successive runs. That's pitiful for an LSU football team. Play calling is another issue. But all of that aside, Tommy, if Bo Nix doesn't look like Clark Kent after he takes off his suit and has on the Superman costume and make three amazing highlight reel plays of the year plays, LSU wins the football game. Okay? And 
I'm viewing this thing a little bit differently than other people are this week because I watch those phenomenal plays, and when you get beat by plays like that, and again, he doesn't make there – were, there were four of them, but three of them were really outstanding. Two of them were on fourth down. If he doesn't make one of those plays, LSU wins the football game. I mean, well, the kid, give the kid give the kid his due. He he was making some amazing football plays on the field Saturday night. He deserves a ton of credit. He got benched the week before, but obviously that may have helped him mentally a little bit because they named him the starter that morning of the game when it was kind of up in the air during the week. And uh, you know, no, he he deserves a ton of credit for that. And one more thing on Jake Peets. You know, LSU got the ball with about five minutes to go in the game, down five points, all right? So field goal's not going to work. That's obvious. And we were waste, they were wasting 15 to 18 seconds on each play call because the coach right. is not prepared and he can't make the call. You've got to have a chart in front of you that says, okay, if we're down five with five minutes to go, if we got three timeouts, this is the play I'm calling. If we got two, this is what I'm calling. One, this is what, et cetera. You got to have a plan that's developed during the week as to what you're going to do if you get into that spot down five with five minutes to go. And again, Jake Peach might be a great coach one day, but he's not right now. He cannot call plays at this level. And it, it, it was magnified in my mind the other night. And that, that this is something you that gets done during the week. Everybody laughs about Sean Payton and the New Orleans Saints and other coaches. They, they say they got the Waffle House menu in front of them because it's all colored up and coded and all that stuff. But you know what? They, they, if Sean Payton's down five with five minutes to go and two timeouts left, he goes to a spot on his card and knows exactly what play he wants to call because he prepared during the week. And obviously, he's a skilled play caller who's done it for a long time. So, Ed Orgeron, he is responsible because he hired Jake Peets, who cannot do this job. If Jake Peets is calling the plays against Kentucky, they have no shot to win the game at all, in my opinion. And if I got to eat crow next week, I will. But, Trey, you know, we're going to see what happens. LSU's a three-and-a-half-point underdog in Lexington. Uh, They haven't played up there in a long time, so we'll see what goes on with that. Elsewhere in the world of college football, nine ranked teams got beat last week. Uh, Other than Alabama and Georgia, it looks like it's it's going to be a a wild and crazy season to figure out what two other teams will ultimately end up in the playoff with Alabama and Georgia. Your thoughts? Well, certainly those two teams have set themselves apart from the rest. Uh, I can't recall a season where this early in the year there are two dominant teams in NA, if you will. But I'll tell you that Cincinnati had a great win beating the perennially overrated Notre Dame team, but they still went into South Bend and beat them. Okay, Overrated or not, it's a good thing to go into South Bend and beat Notre Dame. That's a big win for the Bearcats. Ohio State finally erupted. They put up 50-plus on a very improved Rutgers team who's been playing well. I think Ohio State's going to get there, Tommy. I think they're going to be one of the playoff teams. They're going to have to be able to beat Penn State probably to do that. Uh, Clemson back down to earth. The ACC will not have a team in the playoffs. 
Oregon loses to a, what I think is a very mediocre Stanford team. I watched some of that game. I, I don't, frankly don't know how they lost, uh, even though I watched them do it. But I don't think anybody's coming out of the Pac-12. I think your four playoff teams are going to be Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, and Oklahoma. Wow. Hey, well, I, I don't think yeah. there's any, and I don't think there's anybody new to the party. Georgia hadn't been in the last couple of years. Georgia opened the season beating Clemson. Clemson's down. Georgia takes Clemson's spot. Not not much new, Tommy. Not much new yeah, in the playoffs this year. You know? yeah, well, you know, we're, we're one weekend into October and lots of conference games starting to happen nationwide. It's going to be fun, going to be interesting. Looking forward to it. Again, this is Sports Takes with Trey Blossman and myself, TK. Please share this podcast with all of your friends. And if you like to bet on sports, Go to meatandpotatoesusa.com. Got baseball picks posted for the wild card games. Got football picks coming up this weekend. Check out meatandpotatoesusa.com. Trey Blossman, a lot of arrows were pointing for the Saints to be in the Dome and defeat the 0-3 Giants, uh, back in the Dome for the first time since Hurricane Ida. Uh, you know, it was it was all that I thought they would clearly win and cover the seven point spread. I was completely wrong. You were hotter than heck in the NFL last week, and we will have Trey Blossom's picks again later for you this week, both college and NFL. But Trey, your thoughts on the Saints losing to the Giants, and what else is happening in the NFL now that we're a couple of weeks in? Well, you know, Tommy, we've been talking on previous podcasts about the parody in the NFL, and um, it just becomes more apparent every week. Uh, we've got winless teams winning. The Both the Jets and the Giants win this week. Both upsets. Uh, I don't – I didn't watch a lot of the Saints game Sunday. I was so distraught Saturday night, I slept in Sunday. I got up about halftime of the Saints game. <laughs> So I'm serious. That's when I got out of bed and turned on the TV. I'd been up a couple of times, but I didn't get up and make coffee till about 1.30 Sunday afternoon. And uh, I don't know how the Saints lost that game. Uh, you know, it looked like they were doing the things that they needed to do to win. Winston was having a pretty good game. The defense looks okay. And all of a sudden, fourth quarter meltdown, and you lose the ball game. Uh Every time I think the Saints are going to be a good team, they lay an egg the next week. Uh, Based on the way they've been playing, they should play real well this week because they've been one week on and one week off. Uh, But they got to get more consistent than that. Uh, You know, Tampa's not going to run away with the division. They've shown some weakness. Uh, They were lucky to escape with a win the other night. Very lucky, as a matter of fact. And I've heard many, many talking heads on sports radio, satellite radio, criticizing Belichick for going for that field goal on the last play of the game. Well, it's a 56-yard field goal, okay? So you're at the 39-yard line. Are your chances better of scoring a 39-yard touchdown than making a 56-yard field goal, which, by the way, hit the upright? I don't think the credit is due. I mean, I mean, the criticism is due. I don't know how you criticize Belichick for trying to win that game with a field goal 
when he was 39 yards away from a touchdown and there was only time for one more play in the game. I think he made the smart move. His kicker was perfectly capable. As I said, he hit the upright. Uh, I think people are just looking to criticize Belichick, Tommy. Yeah, I agree with that. And after the game, he said that, you know, there was no debate. He, he It was still go all the way in his mind. And his track record speaks for itself. Trey, going back to your comment about parity, you know, we got a handful of teams in the NFL that are terrible, like the Jaguars and the Texans. Then you got a handful of teams that appear to be doing really well and probably going to be in the playoffs. With that middle 26 teams or so, it's parity, man. The Giants can beat the Saints. The Jets can win a game. You know, the Broncos can lose a game. I mean, it's it's uh, it's wild and crazy. It makes it tough for people like us that like to pit games. But like I said, you've been hot in the NFL, and you were hot last week. Uh, you're making people money. And don't forget to check that podcast out on Talking Sports with TK later this week. So it's going to be fun as we roll through October in the NFL as well. And uh, it's the roller coaster league, and the Saints have uh, been the, the the carrying the banner for the roller coaster league. Up a week, down a week. Up a week, down a week. We'll see how that goes. Trey Blossman, any other comments uh, on the NFL as we begin to wrap up? No, I'm just thankful for the NFL to make up for my horrible college picks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I got a theory on that. That only you didn't do well, but that only means you're about to get real hot in college football as well. But, you know, it's, uh, it is what it is. Nobody gets them all right. And we're transparent. We do well, we tell people. We do poorly, we tell people. And, and then we keep plugging it. We've been doing this for a long time, and we get tremendous feedback. Also, well, look, I, was, I recall your, your turnaround last year from a horrible start to a great finish. You know, you yeah. really turned it on last year. So know? we'll see. And then, of course, all you regular listeners to Sports Takes and have heard Trey and I for so long, uh, he's going to have lots of NBA stuff for you coming up in the coming weeks, and he'll have some NBA picks at meatandpotatoesusa.com as well. So check all that out. Trey, we got to get rolling. We'll have your, your college football and NFL picks later this week. We encourage people to look for it, uh, like and follow this podcast, make it your favorite. And, Trey, we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, Tommy. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Adidas. 